Welcome back to His and Hers Movie Podcast. This is episode number 58, our St. Patrick's Day extravaganza. Where extravaganza. We review, yeah, where we are going to review a new film that probably nobody's really seen. It's called Leprechaun's Game. We will get to that in a moment. But first, I am your host, JP, podcasting out of southwestern Pennsylvania on this March 21st, 2021, at around almost midnight, it's almost the 22nd, and joining me tonight is Carly, the one and only, also podcasting out of Southwest PA. We're back, we're here, and we are not afraid. Great. I am not afraid to take a stand. Everybody, come take my hand. We will walk this road together, through the storm, whatever whatever weather. weather... Cold or warm. Is that Shakespeare? Say, nobody, that's Eminem. Oh. Yeah, close enough. Anyway, yes, we are back, and yeah, it has been, well, my birthday was this past week, so... Happy birthday. Thank you, little guy. And my birthday was on St. Patrick's Day, hence our St. Patrick's Day extravaganza. Is it not and, going forward? What? What? Is it not on St. Patrick's Day going forward? No, it's always on St. Patrick's Day. Oh, because you said it was on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, well, no, no I just, I'm letting people know, like, it, my birthday was in the past, and I'm saying if you want to know which day it was, it was on St. Patrick's Day. Which is also a day that we hung out. Right, for, that's what I just said, the St. Patrick's Day extravaganza. <laughs> um, but, yes, yeah, so I had a birthday, so that means I got multiple free meals out of people, and that has been lovely. Um, no, but it was nice. You got me some gifts, and my friends got me some nice things, and I had a celebration, and today I went out to eat with my mother, which we had a hard time, because today is Sunday, and we tried to go to, like, two different restaurants, and they were closed. So then we ended up in Pittsburgh at the Cheesecake Factory, which what is the fine hell? by me. <laughs> Yes, well, Damn. she wanted to take me to a place called Pasta 2, which I was excited because I'd never been there, and they were only open for takeout on, it was stupid, they were like, no, we're only open for dining Monday through Thursday, so that was really dumb, and then we were going to go to this, we didn't go to it, but we were going to go to a place called Angelo's, that is close is that to where Washington? my mom, no, that's in Monongahela, that's like where my mom lives, it's the, if you ever look on Facebook, it's that, uh, restaurant that decks out every year and has like the Ghostbusters decorations. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that place. Yeah, yeah. So they they go crazy with decorations and whatnot. But that place is closed on Sunday. So my mom's like, "Whatever shall we do?" I feel so bad, and I was like, "Let's go to Cheesecake Factory." Kind of joking, but then she was like, "You want to?" And I was like, "Let's see how far away it is from where we're at now." And it was 27 minutes away, so I was like, "Yes," and we went there. And it's expensive, but it's really good. I don't really like cheesecake, so I don't think I would ever go there. Well, buddy, no, it's like a huge menu of every food you can imagine. No. And then cheesecake. That would be dumb because it's called Cheesecake Factory, not every yeah. food you can imagine factory. And and now, buddy, I thought the same thing when I was younger. I was like, why are people so hype about this Cheesecake Factory? All they do is sell cheesecake, and it's a factory. But then when like I was in my head, the only thing I picture is like this giant warehouse with conveyor belts and like plates of cheesecake just scroll <laughs> scrolling by. That's how yeah. I've always pictured it. But yeah, yeah, like when I was in high school, like it was like customary to go to homecoming or prom in your limo and then go to the cheesecake factory in Pittsburgh. That is very weird that you say that, because that is what I was going to say. Um, I went there for the first time after prom my junior year, no, my senior year, and all we got was cheesecake. We didn't actually eat there, and we got it to go, and we all kind of sat outside, because there's like a nice sitting area. It's on the south side of Pittsburgh, so um, it's like the more chill side, like not the skyscrapery scary side, and um we sat outside and ate cheesecake and it was very good and then I didn't go again until my 21st birthday and I actually ate at the restaurant and I was like wow this is actually a nice nice restaurant but it's huh. good I got a pasta it was like a chipotle chicken spicy pasta it was really good mm, I'm hungry um yeah also in when I was in school it was like it ended like 
I don't know, maybe like two years before I was in in high school. But our proms used to be on the Gateway Clipper. Oh. Which is that boat, right? Yeah, I went on a field trip there in third grade. On that yeah, boat. they they used to do the prom on there every year. And then they mm. stopped. And they I think they started doing it at like some, you know... Uh, like what are those things called? Like event room? What are they? What are they called? Like a yeah, I don't, I don't know. I know my prom was like every other year. It was at Nemecolin Woodlands, or it was at a fancy like five star hotel they would pick in Pittsburgh. So that's how we did yeah. it. And but then like, they started yeah. doing it at like our high school or something. And it's like that's lame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's real lame. But I know I didn't actually go to prom, so or or any homecoming. Yeah, homecoming wasn't a big deal. I think I've said this before on the pod, but our homecoming, no one cared about homecoming. They tried to have a dance the one year, and like 10 people bought tickets, so they canceled wow, it. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, homecoming was yeah. a massive deal in my school. Like, it was almost like a popularity contest, too, where, like, you know, if you didn't get, like, it was a big deal to, like, get a date to homecoming. Like, you just felt like a piece of crap if you didn't have a date. So I just yep. avoided it altogether. <laughs> Yeah, we're, our Christmas dances were, like, kind of a big deal. They were, like, mini prom almost. But the homecoming, like, they, yeah, they had the homecoming queen, and then they introduced, they didn't used to do the king. They started doing that probably my junior year, I think. And, I think you know, we, I think homecoming football game. I had queen, but I, I don't know. I, I didn't really uh, participate in that kind of stuff too much. I was, like, too busy doing other stuff and i don't know i just it wasn't something that i was super into like um i don't know it was also like a money thing i was like i don't want to spend like hundreds of dollars on limos and suits and stuff like this is stupid (laughs) um yeah especially since uh, we like the best part of homecoming was the after parties right like it was like the like who was having a a big after party at the at their house and i just went to those (laughs) And got to participate in more or less homecoming, you know, anyway, um, without, like, going to the dance and dressing up and stuff. Right, right. It was, like, the big, the big things in my high school were Halloween, homecoming, and prom were, like, the, the big party, like, moments. Now, did you, did, did, did it, was it only seniors who got to go to prom at your school? Because I know it's different in different places. No, everyone went to prom, and we had a junior and a senior prom, like juniors and seniors, both. It was like considered, I think it was considered like the junior prom. It's weird, but yeah, juniors and seniors could go, but they had to ask, if they asked a sophomore or freshman, then they could go. But, you know, a freshman and sophomore couldn't just show up right. by themselves. So it was, that's how it was in our school, but I, I, I want to say that it was only senior prom, but if you were asked by a senior, you could go if you were freshman, sophomore, junior. But it may have been junior, too. I feel like it... Uh, now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like it almost had to be junior as well. Because I don't think there would be that many people there if it was just seniors. Yeah, I think that's changed. I, I know a lot of schools used to only do senior, but I think that's changed over the years quite a bit. But... Yeah, for us, it was like, if you were a junior or a senior, you could go with or without a date, and then the youngins... Who did you go to prom with? Uh, my junior year, I went with our, our dude, Jonathan, was it our friend. Jonathan. What about your senior year? Um, I went with a friend named Timmy. Uh, you'd, you've never met him. He was two years younger than me. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, but... Yeah, I got prom dates. <laughs> yeah, <Yes>. Jonathan. <laughs> Yeah, dude, whatever. We wanted to go to him. Shut up. Him and I wanted. Well, he wanted. It was his. What are you. Are you done? Dude, it was. I had a nice time. He wanted to go to prom. It was the senior year. He wasn't going to go. And then on my 17th. Yeah, that would have been my 17th birthday. I had friends over and he brought me flow hairs and asked me to prom. And that was very nice. And then we went. And oddly enough, he started dating our, our girl Heather in the midst of. Like, before him and I went to prom. So she went to prom with a different weird guy that she went to school with. And he went to prom with me. But they were already dating. So it was kind of odd. But yeah, that's what happens. Because we already bought our, like, stuff. So it's like, you can't just be like, oh, sorry, I'm not going with you. 
Yeah. But, yeah. Um, anyway, so uh, St. Patrick's Day, I know that it's kind of a different thing in different places. It's really not too huge here. Um, maybe in like in in the city of Pittsburgh, it's probably a little bigger. I mean, I doubt it yeah. is this year at all. I know. Did yeah. You guys, did you guys go out for St. Patrick's Day, or was that um, like a bar crawl, or was that for Halloween? That was for Halloween. We went out to the bar uh, two years ago, just the bar, the local bar. But no, we we wanted to go to the a bar crawl for St. Patrick's Day, but I think we just didn't have. Uh, we just didn't have it planned out well a few years ago, so we just went to a regular bar. But yeah, that yeah. was Halloween. Also, not really my thing anymore. So, you know, I don't I don't usually participate with you guys when you do stuff like that. Right. Um. I always say like I I feel like I've done like a lifetime of like drinking and and barring like when I was under twenty one. <laughs> Yeah. So I like never really it's just like I grew out of it real fast fast you know by the time like most people were getting into it I was already getting out of it yes I mean even me like I don't even I feel like even now like I don't feel like drinking as much as like I went through a phase where I was like yay I love getting drunk and hanging out with my friends but now I just I just think about how sick I'm gonna be the next day because I'm not good with I'm just not good at not getting hangovers mm-hmm. is my problem. So, well, and I'm think, skinny and yeah. I think one of the big things for me was when I was growing up, like, you know, 14, 15, 16, I didn't get hangovers. Like, I just was like, I, we would, we would literally get, get home from school on Fridays, go to my friend's basement, start drinking, party all night, maybe go to a party, go to sleep, wake up go like eat and just mess around and then go to another party on Saturday night and it was just like not a big deal it like you never felt I mean there were times where I, I felt really sick if I got like too messed up but for the yeah. most part I, I didn't really get too hungover and and I don't I don't that much now I feel like the few times that I've drank like heavy over the past couple years which has been very rare I feel all I, I expect to be hungover but I'm not but there was like a stage when I was probably like between like 20 and 22 where I would just get so sick the next day like just hate my life sick like couldn't do anything like just miserable um and that's when I like kind of stopped stopped drinking like crazy yeah I have a problem where I wake up and I'm like, oh, I feel fine and everything is fine. And then halfway through the day, I'm talking like 3 p.m., I get really sick. So, mm-hmm. and I'm probably, I don't know if I'm still drunk or like, because sometimes I do still feel drunk, but then sometimes I feel fine and I'm like, I think I have dodged it, but then I'll just be puking like every two well, minutes and it's horrible. I've noticed with you, like, if you start driving around or going with me with me driving around like that's where it's really bad and annoying right you'll be like little john little john how do you do and i'll be like bad i do bad yeah and you i'll have to stop the car like six times for you to throw up buddy it's just horrible because i get car sick too on top of it so i think yeah that happens sometimes when you're not hungover well yeah yeah but yeah, when I um when I have drunk drank the the day before, it also happens. Yeah. So yes, but, um, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, so the, typically with me, St. Patrick's Day is the day where I watch Leprechaun movies. Like I always, always, always try to squeeze in at least one Leprechaun film during St. Patrick's Day, and I look forward to it every year. In fact, like usually I'll get a hankering to watch some Leprechaun, you know nine months in i'll be like no no let me just wait till till saint patrick's day and uh i always end up like working or like uh, it's like something's going on and i'm like can't i have to like squeeze them in at like 2 a.m or something but this year i actually had more time and actually got to the stuff that i wanted to get to which really made me happy because i i i've said this multiple times but like the leprechaun franchise is one of my favorites and I, they are comfort movies for me. Like when I think of like movies that are like go-to that I watch 
which I don't do anymore since I'm a podcaster and like all my time is like, yeah, I, if I go to want to watch a movie for fun, like I like like I do watch movies for fun, but it's like yeah. stuff that I haven't seen or like Blu-rays that I have sealed or something. Uh-huh. You know, that's what I consider. That's that's a so like I watch things that I have for podcasts, and then everything else is like stuff that I have sealed that I haven't got to yet or things like that. And then on the rarest of occasions, I watch stuff for true fun, like watch movies <laughs> for true fun. And that is like a go-to movie that there's, you know, no reason I'm watching it. I've already watched it. I've already watched that edition of it, but I just pop it in because I, I want to see it again, which before I started podcasting and YouTube and stuff, that's all I did basically. You know, it was like, I watched moves for super fun most of the time and every once in a while I'd watch something new that I got and then very rarely I'd watch a movie for something, you know, and it's like completely like shifted to where now I almost exclusively watch movies for podcasts and if I like, hey, I'm looking at movies on my shelf and I'm like, wow, it would be fun to watch a zombie right now. And then I'm like, yeah, but I should be watching an 05 movie if I'm going to watch anything or, you know, a movie for next week's His and Hers or a movie for next week's 22 Shots or everyone like th- then I also have just the like. Oh, and 2021 movies, you know, <laughs> but then every once in a while I will have those like moments where I won't watch a movie at all, but I'll just watch whatever's new on Netflix and I guess that's what I substitute now for fun movies, like movies for super fun. I'll just watch like something that I haven't seen on Netflix or something. And every once in a while, I'll watch like a non-horror thing that I haven't seen in a long time. Like the other month, I watched Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man, which is like one of my favorite movies growing up. And I just watched that for super fun, I guess. That's super duper fun. Yeah, it's like super duper fun. But it's it's really funny because like, if the, uh, like if Friday the Thirteenth rolls around, I'm watching Friday the Thirteenth, one of them, you know, and that's like it's like I have, it's like a free pass, right? It's like well, you know, Friday the Thirteenth is coming, so you don't you shouldn't feel guilty for watching a Friday the Thirteenth movie instead of a 2005 movie, because yes. it's Friday the Thirteenth. Same thing with like Halloween and hell, even like Valentine's Day, I could watch my bloody Valentine's stuff or the stuff we do. But, yeah. How do you feel about that? I feel that you just made a new category of move watching. What is that? Super fun. <laughs> there is moves for fun, there is moves for super fun, and there is moves for boring. <laughs> What's moves for boring? Podcasts! <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But, um, <laughs> but no, uh, no, I agree, and the whole... <laughs> Like, I have that Friday box set that I have not opened, but I just feel that I'm not allowed to dig into that because, one, I have a massive stack of other movies that I've never seen before that I have not watched yet, and two, I have to watch 05 moves, and three, it's just not Friday the 13th yet, so it's like, I just feel like I have to wait until it's that time. But I agree. I do feel like, yay, it's the holidays are rolling around. I can watch the Halloween franchise again. Or uh, for you, it's like the Leprechaun moves and mm. stuff like that. But um, yeah, or right like, now. Usually like July 4th, I'll watch like I Know mm. What You Did Last Summer or like um, Return of Living Dead or something like that. Yeah. But I mean, right now, as you know, I'm kind of experiencing some move burnout yeah well i put a lot of this on myself you know what i mean like some people listening to this would probably be like well why don't you just not do that and it's like yeah i can't not do that and i do not do that sometimes but at the same time like i get so much enjoyment out of doing the podcast and like whenever we do stuff we always want to do it to like the maximum we want to watch a bunch of movies and stuff and i don't know i get a a level of enjoyment out of that it's just a different level of enjoyment and sometimes i do feel move burnout um, yes. but one cool thing is 22 shots does take a break in the summer and this year we're actually taking a break pretty early it's like the first week of may after the first week of may we'll be taking a break and we will have 
like I think you know most of May, June, July and August, so like four straight months of mm. really not doing much podcasting for them. I mean, I do have the summer series this year which you do as well. And of yeah. course his and hers, but and I'll probably watch some whatever year we get next too, but it'll be it'll be like a a nice break where I'll be able to really dig into like more moves for fun and just not watch moves at all too because sometimes I just feel like not watching movies. Yeah. But I don't know. I I just it's like a double-edged sword because I do love doing that aspect. Like I love prepping for podcasts and and doing the podcast and I I love when it's done and you see like this catalog of stuff that you've done. Like I mean, just look today I was updating the 22 shots website and there was just a like vast amount of movies that we've covered over the years and it's just very cool to see that and it's nostalgic like i think back and i'm like man i i remember watching all those like 72 moves and being Ooh. like <laughs> and being like and now i look back on it like that was a fun time <laughs> not you i guess yeah. no buddy that was horrible um, it, it, it was fun because of the running joke that we have now but other than what that running joke? no 72 moves. Where did that joke come from? The listeners probably have no idea. All right. Well, back in the day when we were actually prepping for the show, we were sitting in my whip uh, at the hotel because we both still worked at the hotel at that time. And I think we had gone somewhere and then I was taking you back to your car and we were sitting there and you were like all excited. You're like a sport was back. I think it was hockey or something. Oh, I think it was the NHL playoffs. Okay, yes, sure. The NHL playoffs. I, I want to say we won the Stanley Cup that year, so I was pretty. I, I, there was a good reason for being excited. Right, you were very hype. You were like, "Yay, the NHL is back, and I'm gonna have that to look forward to." Because you say you always say that like helps you when you get depressed. It's like that's like the one thing that you like look forward to. It makes you really hype. And you were like, "Yay, I can't wait!" But then you were like. But that means I'm going to have less time to watch 72 moves. And you, like, put your hands up in agony and, like, gripped at the air type of thing. I don't know if people can understand what I'm trying to do here, but it's like, it's like a, oh, 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 I know how to compare it. I know how to compare it. Have you, if you've ever seen the movie The Room, when he says, you're telling me apart, Lisa, that's what you did. But But I hadn't seen The Room back then. I know, yeah, yeah, but that's what I, I I just that just hit me like that's what it actually You're was. Me pot, Lisa. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, you did that, and then uh, since then, that's what it's been. And we try to do moves. it. We what? What'd you say? I said we always say seventy-two moves. Yeah, and I was gonna say we try to do it with other ones like oh five moves. It just doesn't work. No, it's seventy-two moves. Yeah, it's funny. But, um, yeah, that's the joke. But yeah, so um, I also recorded a podcast with Dan and Lacey uh, that was sort of a year in the making. Last year they did the Leprechaun franchise. I was supposed to come on for the last film, Leprechaun Returns. It couldn't really work out a date. But uh, they asked me earlier this year if I would come back, and I was like, no, I demand to come on and do that because it was unfinished. (laughs) And uh, I actually made sure to have a day off before the 17th, um, so that I could do that show with them, and and we watched Leprechaun Returns, and it's funny because I've watched that movie like I want to say like five times since it came out, and it just came out in like 2018, I think. So like it's been it's been like <laughs> I've watched that like a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, anything going on this week? anything going on this week not really like i said it was my birth i went out to eat a little bit that was nice other than that i mean i haven't i really haven't been watching a whole ton of moves i mean one thing sometimes i've been working late at my job uh there's at least two days where i work pretty late so that those two days kind of wipe out my move watching and then like i said i'm experiencing that move burnout right now but uh yeah so i don't i don't think i have a ton this week to really discuss but whatever it is what it is and yeah that's about it for me i don't think anything else uh super exciting has happened i'm on a 
like freaking eight day work stretch right now where I'm working every day. I think I got third. I, I think I got about 14 hours of overtime this week, this past week. So I'm feeling a little yeah. work burnout, <laughs> which <laughs> yeah, is pretty buddy. much always, but like extra work burnout, yeah. super work burnout. Um, and so I'm like, I'm like dead feeling like right now even, and I still got three more days to go or wait four more days to go damn it this is only a halfway point. oh no yeah so yeah I, I came in i had to go to court for that did i talk about that on the show where that guy like destroyed the room and stuff yeah we talked about it briefly last time yeah well i had to go to court for that and that and then i went straight to work after so that was like a 13 hour day or something like that and then uh I had also had I came in for another employee who called off on Friday. I was supposed to be off and record 22 shots, so I had to cancel that. But canceled it for good reason anyway. Jeremy canceled because of work, and then Watson, our guest, also canceled because of work. So it would have been uh. just Moods and Dave. Unfortunately, Dave is not going to be able to do the Evil Dead show with us now. So it'll be uh, me, Moods, Jeremy, and Watson. It's unfortunate, but you know it was. I guess it's better to lose Dave than to just have Dave and Moods on a franchise yeah. show. That doesn't really make sense. So, yeah, I mean, that's it is what it is, but that stuff happens. I mean, we have a really tight schedule for 22 shots right now. We actually couldn't even afford to miss a week because we were actually fully packed for the rest of our shows because um, the first week of April we actually are not doing a show. Um, and then the, um, I think third and fourth week of April, we're not doing a show either. So we only have like four or five more spots left and, and they're all full. We actually have too many shows, so we're gonna have to do something in the summer too. But anyway, um, that's about it for me. Uh, do you want to get into some, like what we watch things? Sure. Yes. Okay. What do you, ha- what, wh- whose turn? I think it's your turn to go first. And what was the last thing that I reviewed? Leprechaun Returns. Oh, okay. So I talked about that then. Yeah. All right. Pretty pretty smaller week for me. Nothing major. Um, as they've been lately. I haven't been watching a lot of movies, honestly. I, I, I'm averaging about one a day. And yeah. last year I was averaging about ten and a half a day, almost. Jeez. So quite the significant drop off. Not ten yeah. and a half a day. Ten and a half a week. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna. I was. <laughs> that didn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, uh, but there was that one week I watched 22 movies in a week. That yeah. was insane. I, I I thought about that the other day, and I was like, man, if I just did that with all 05 movies, just took a week and watched 22 of them, I would be like done in like you know way faster. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Anyway, uh, uh. As per me returning to my Survive 05, thankfully, because I was really falling behind there. Um, and we're doing that show in May, so I don't have that much time left. Um, right. Like the first week of May. So we really only have about a month, maybe a month and a half of prep left, which is scary. Um, so I watched The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Now this move... I first seen this movie back in like 2005 or six. I mean, th- this entire year is like kind of nostalgic for me because i was like what like 16 or something back then uh like 14 14 15 yeah somewhere around i always think i'm 16 like it'll be anything yeah i I think i was 16 back then everything just seems 16 to me i guess that's because it was like a lot of stuff happened in my life when i was 16 you know yeah like that's where i got my underage drinking and like all this crazy stuff was going on but, uh, okay, so I was like 14 or something, which was, you know, prime where I, this is when I found these friends that I, I became really close with um, when I was probably about 13 or 14. And we just like hung out every single weekend. And, and that's when I started like partying and stuff like that. And it was just like a grand old fun time. And we would, we would, it was like we were adult enough to be like, you know, getting cases of beer and like chilling and like playing card drinking games and and like having girls over and stuff like that and then we were like still kids enough to like build forts and like rent movies 
<laughs> you know what I mean? It was like a weird transition period. But I remember we had a um, like a blanket fort. Like we built a damn blanket fort and put the TV inside the blanket fort, and we would rent yeah. movies. And we rented this movie. And I remember just being like not able to pay attention to. It was like so boring. I like just it was so uninteresting to me. I just was like that movie sucked, and I just never watched it since then. I tried to watch it like a couple of years ago for a review when we were doing like exorcism movies or something, and I was like, "F this," and I <laughs> I just watched a different one. Um, but the exorcism of Emily Rose is really cool. It's like basically a court drama where this uh, priest is going on trial for the death of Emily Rose. Um, who um, he is saying is possessed and it's basically the recount of those events I actually really loved it this time uh, just being an adult and like one it's it's not like as horror as like a lot of horror movies are like a lot of the film takes place in the courtroom like talking about it and there's not a lot of like the actual exorcism and possession and stuff like that it's actually a little tame when you think of like even the exorcist um but yeah, it was uh, it was it was really solid. I, I think that there's a lot of faith in this movie, and, and you know, I know that uh, like Dave, I was talking to him, and and one of the issues that he has with it is like the amount of like religious, you know, blowing yourself type of like faith type thing that's in it. You know, like almost like a like a, you know like like the, the a preachy type thing. Um, which I understand I, that's that some people religion really gets gets on their nerves and stuff but I like that stuff too you know I, I think I think um, I think that religion and horror kind of gets a bad rap sometimes where it's like you know like the conjuring films and stuff but I think it has its place and I think that it definitely belongs in horror um, and I think this movie's great um, I gave it an eight and a half out of ten. I know you rewatched it recently. Did you like it? Yes, I liked it. Um, There's a gosh. Thing. That's why you were ignoring me. I see. I wasn't even ignoring you, buddy. <laughs> um, Come on. But yeah, it's a good move. It's a. It's um. I I I told. I think I said this in the last ep, but I had the same opinion where I was like really bored by this because I was like eight years old when this came out, so I thought it was super boring. And then watching it later as an adult, I'm like, oh, it's actually a really good move. Yeah. Um, and then I watched Dominion, prequel to The Exorcist um, from 2005. This is the second Exorcist prequel that came out. Uh, the first one, I believe, came out in 2004, which I had seen before, but I don't really remember. I saw that one in the drive-in, I think. I really don't remember it at all. Um, but, yeah, this one follows... Um, father Marin, but is it it's i assume it's an ancestor of father Marin from the first film i thought it was actually supposed to be him oh is it yeah i think that's oh, why damn. it's a prequel because it's like yeah yeah i guess it wouldn't yeah, yeah he's the old, 70s versus you know? yeah i don't know what year that took place but well like, it'd yeah, be in supposed... the 40s because well it would have been maybe the the beginning scenes in the 40s like mid 40s yeah. with the nazis and stuff and then i think it flashes forward a couple of years so yeah, yeah i guess it would be the same <laughs> i guess it just threw me off yeah yeah um, i thought that too at first but like yeah because yeah. yeah um so yeah he uh basically is in like um he had to participate in these horrible nazi things that happen um and he goes to Kenya as a part of um, these Christian missions. Um, and basically there's, you know, uh, a, bo a boy who's possessed by a demon and stuff. This movie's boring as hell, man. I, I don't know. I couldn't get into it. Um, it did remind me a lot of the beginning. I think that one was in, like, Africa, too. It's like the same set with the same actor, so it's it's the same movie pretty oh, much. Oh damn, that's so weird that that. Happened. Yeah, the same guy played Father Matt, like that. Yeah. He just shot the movie twice. That's so weird. Yeah. Um, cool story, but yeah, I just I just didn't. I don't know. It was like after watching Exorcism of Heavenly Rose, this one just came off super boring. It's two hours too, and not much happens. There's bad CGI in it too. It just mm -hmm. was like a big letdown. So yeah, I gave it a five out of ten. 
Um, and then we have The Evil Dead 1981. Um, I'll be brief because we are covering these on the next podcast. I mean, it's a fantastic horror film. It's it's good. It's great. It's awesome. Um, you know, it's good horror. It's it's no comedy in this one. It's just straight up horror. Cabin in the Woods. Classic horror stuff. Uh, and then I watched Evil Dead 2 1987. Now, this one is different because it is more comedic but honestly watching it i've always preferred evil dead one to evil Mm -hmm. dead two but watching it this time man i'm just gonna say evil dead two definitely goes higher up on my list now yeah not not higher than evil i I don't i'm not saying it's not higher but i'm not saying it's higher is what i'm saying i'm just saying it (laughs) it climbed on my list of like favorite films right Um, right Man, that movie is just very fast-paced and just always something happening. It's it's a lot of fun. Um, and then uh, we did two films at your house, which we'll get to. Uh, then I watched Leprechaun 3 when I got home from your house, because uh, I believe last year I watched 1 and 2, so it was time to watch 3. Next year I'll, I'll go on 4. But yeah, Leprechaun 3, it's the best one. I love it. I mean, it, just, it literally cracks me up, dude. It, it makes me laugh. Uh, Carolyn Williams is like unrecognizable in it. She just is playing like such a good character and, and really, I mean, I think it's some of her best acting, which is pretty crazy, but to say in a leprechaun movie, but she really kills that performance. Uh, it's, it's perfect, like bitchy quality. Um, and then, uh, Fazio is hilarious. I just like the story. It's really fun. Uh, very fast paced. Something's always happening. Um, very good movie. Seven and a half out of 10. Um, and then I watched Constantine, which is a Survive 05 film. And this one is starring Keanu Reeves, and he's basically this dude named John Constantine who tried to kill himself when he was a kid. And um, he goes to hell for a while, and he he was only dead for like two minutes, but, um, you know, before they resuscitate him. But to him, he spent a lot of time in hell and he comes back and obviously doesn't want to go back to hell. Um, but it's the ultimate sin. So you can't, you basically are forced to go to hell um, despite what happens next. And he essentially is trying to exercise demons and, and send them to hell to basically sort of buy his way into heaven. He's trying to do that at least. And he meets this girl whose sister committed suicide. And there's like, there's, there's these rules and stuff, but it seems like the demons are sort of breaking the rules. And, um, he's, you know, helping her, uh, figure out what happened to her sister and battle demons and stuff. I actually really like the first, like maybe like hour of this movie. I think it's two hours long. And then it kind of like loses me a little bit. I mean, I was on pace to be at like an 8, 8.5 and I dropped all the way down to like a 6.5. So um, I, I think I was just really into the mythology. And this film is based on a comic book series. So it would make sense that the mythology and story is very strong because of usually those source materials. If it If it was popular enough to get a movie, it was probably pretty well done. So I think the mythology and the the story was super interesting and that's what kind of grabbed me because I thought it was a really neat idea like okay this guy went to hell and he doesn't want to go back like that's scary and cool and like a cool little idea so I was uh really sort of uh liking that concept um and then it kind of fell flat a little bit I gave it a six and a half out of ten altogether um i feel like i've watched i feel like i watched something else but i can't think of it did do you remember me telling you anything else i watched i do not recall wait you didn't you didn't watch the other evil dead moves no because we ended up canceling the i was gonna watch them thursday night but we ended up canceling Uh, the show so i figured i would wait i started army of darkness i see i I, don't recall i swear i watched another oh five movie but Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Isolation. Isolation. Yeah, Isolation. I watched that one last night, and it is about a... What the hell is it about? Oh, it's about a farmer in Ireland. I've reviewed this before on um, 22 Shots. Uh, 
and it came out in 2005 um it's about a farmer who basically um gets these this government or like some sort of lab biogenetics type thing to um test this new stuff on his cattle that's supposed to make them grow faster and you know basically help the beef industry or the cow industry and there's a veterinarian there checking the cows out and stuff and she's like checking its i guess vagina like she got her hand in there and it something bites her and she's like that's not right you know the cat the unborn calf bit me and they're like no no it's, it's fine it's fine that can't happen blah, blah blah anyway the 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 cow gets really sick and the farmer uh basically has to like pull the cow out of the of the womb and the cow is like pretty aggressive and then they kill the calf and essentially inside it they find that it was pregnant as well which is like super not right and uh yeah it kind of has shadows of the thing and it's it's kind of a it's a little gross but it's like not ever like too explicit where you're like it's gross enough to where you're like ooh, this is nasty but it never like stays on it long or or like really lingers on it's like all kind of like in the like for like the background and it's like shot in a way where it like tries to hide some of the the grossness to probably like budget wise but you know what i mean so it's not like super super gross but it's pretty gross um but it's it's sort of like this like not like sort of like half infection half like parasite half like creature feature type thing but it's really unique you know dealing with the cows and stuff like that and it's all set on this farm and there's a there's a group of characters like dealing with the situation and stuff um it's it's actually a really good movie i i really enjoyed it um i can't remember like what i gave it on 22 shots but i remember liking it back then well we did an irish horror episode and all all three of the movies we covered on there were really good um but this one this one was probably like the one that was the least good but i i think that it's definitely a very see i gave it a seven on that episode i'm gonna go ahead and give it an eight now i can give it an eight cool i suppose i shall watch it yes all right and i believe that's it for me all right all right it is my turn it is my turn uh so yes uh first up for my survive 05 we have boo from 05 uh, how many do you and, have uh i have one two four oh yes how many do you have Dude, shut <laughs> up no one thinks it's funny <laughs> yeah no somebody left a comment and said no, 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 it's no. always gonna be funny nobody no, no one left a comment we don't have youtube anymore i swear <laughs> the channel got deleted i swear um but no uh boo uh from 05 um boo who nobody's boo uh, this was set on Halloween, which was cool. I didn't, well, I guess it's pretty obvious it's called Boo, but, um, and it's about this group of kids who go to this, like, this abandoned, uh, hospital, I believe, um, for Halloween night just to screw around and have a fun time, and, uh, it turns out to be, well, you guessed it, haunted. Um, I enjoyed the movie. I thought it was decent. Uh, I definitely... Like, at the beginning, it was cool, because it felt kind of like Scream or Halloween. You got, like, it starts out with, like, this girl carving a jack-o'-lantern, and she's, like, home, and then someone calls her, and she's like, who is this? And it feels very Scream-esque, and, uh, you know, of course, it's, like, her boyfriend and whatnot. And then they go to the place, and the atmosphere is cool and stuff. Uh, the story gets a little bit wonky, though, and kind of cheesy at times. Some of the effects are that very 05, like just cheesy like not scary or anything like that that's, that's an issue with 05 like i feel like none of the movies are scary because none of the effects in them hold up and they try too hard to use them but uh there are st there, there's still a few moments that are rather creepy in it that i did enjoy uh but overall it wasn't it it kind of let me down by the end i was kind of really into it and then it kind of just like 
went down from there. Um, I gave that one like about a, I think six and a half out of ten, something like that. Then after that, I watched Chopping Mall from 1986 as per my uh, just watching a movie for fun. And uh, Chopping Mall, of course, a bunch of about a bunch of people get stuck in a mall and there's these robot bitches trying to kill them. Uh, and this one is fun. Uh, this is one that Derek sent to me and uh, the Vestron. I think it's the first Vestron, actually. And uh, I watched this with you for the first time several years ago, probably when we first met. It was a move that we decided to watch together and I remember enjoying it. So I wanted to watch it again and yeah, it's just a fun time. You know, it's a goofy, cheesy, uh, some interesting characters in it and I like the whole mall setting. I just think that is a cool setting for a horror movie and uh you know cheesy effects and everything it's a pretty short film i think it's only like 76 minutes but it's just a fun time and i enjoy it um you know can't really take it too serious but i give it a 7 out of 10 for enjoyment factor and then after that i watch sand serpents from 2009 courtesy of my buddy uh and this was one of the man eater films from <laughs> sci-fi and I thought it looked ridiculous. That is why I wanted to watch it. I wasn't in the mood to watch anything serious. And uh, I put it on. And honestly, it kind of took itself kind of serious. And I was a little disappointed in that. But the effects of the Sand Serpents was still kind of comical. Because it's very bad CG. And uh, just the look of them is kind of funny. But it's just weird. Because it's like the story does... I mean, I guess I shouldn't be mad at that. Because they they were trying to make a good film. But I guess I went into it looking at the cover and everything. Thinking this is going to be funny and played for laughs and whatnot but it um really wasn't it, it did take itself a little bit serious so I guess you know like I said I feel like I can't fault it but at the same time I didn't feel like watching a serious move I wanted to watch something fun but uh whatever I gave it I think I gave that like a six out of ten and then lastly I watched Spirit Trap as per my Survive 05 um it's a bunch about a bunch of like British people who stay at this house together and then all these spirits start kind of getting into their heads and manipulating them and stuff like that uh honestly I thought this one was pretty boring um I feel like it takes way too long to get going uh it focuses more on like the story of the characters but it's just really boring and uh not a lot is happening for a long time and then you get to the end and even when stuff starts happening it's just kind of dull and blah and bland and uh yeah did not really enjoy this one too much at all i gave it a three and a half out of ten do not recommend and that's all i watched besides uh we watched um another leprechaun move together you and i so oh, which so. was what yeah that's okay. it i said i have four uh yeah um we watched uh red clover I, I think we watched Leprechaun's Game first, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, we watched Red Clover, which was a made-for-sci-fi channel film back in 2012. So you think back to when this came out, and the... I think Leprechaun... When did Leprechaun Origins come out? Like, 2014, right? Oh, I don't know. Probably she said leprechaun origins so leprechaun origins came out in 2014 and so that hadn't been out yet and before that leprechaun back to the hood came out in 2003 so almost 10 years since we'd had a leprechaun film and i was sad about that you know i'm like man i like the leprechaun movies so when i saw this advertised uh, this was before I podcasted. I think I just started YouTube, and but I listened to podcasts, and there was a podcast who was talking about, like, I followed one of the hosts on Twitter, and he would always be watching, like, the sci-fi original films, like, during the, the premieres and, like, live-tweeting them, and I remember him talking about, you know, join me this Friday for Red Clover. It was called Leprechaun's Revenge back then. I was like, Leprechaun's yeah. Revenge? And I was like, I knew that the Sci-Fi Channel always aired Leprechaun movies. So I was like, is this like a like a new Leprechaun? So I was like all curious about it. And uh, watching it, it, quickly I realized it's not part of the same franchise. But it was still cool. 
Um, and I thought it was like okay. It was like, you know, basic, cool, whatever. Like kind of average, but not too bad. Um, and then like two years later, Leprechaun Origins came out and I was like, that was like Red Clover, but you know, different. And uh, then, of course, 2018, we actually got a like return to form Leprechaun, which I just thought was amazing and would love to see again. So uh, this Leprechaun movie, Red Clover, uh, it follows a young woman who is basically uh, hunting or something with her like grandfather uh, on on like this out in the woods, and uh, it's around St. Patrick's Day, and it, she essentially um, unleashes a leprechaun onto the town. And it's up to her and her dad, played by Billy Zane, to sort of deal with this leprechaun. And there's like this, her, she has like a love interest and they figure out more like mythology on leprechauns and stuff. And, and she has this curse of a red clover on her palm where like she has like four days to live before she dies or something. And uh, yeah, there's like this horseshoe weapon that they make and stuff with like three different horseshoes it's you know got all this mythology and stuff i actually thought it was pretty fun yes um i thought it was i thought it was a fun movie too um i like you know it's like uh leprechaun is a scary creature leprechaun guy it's and, yeah uh, it's more of a creature feature than an actual like talking leprechaun that we know and love yes and it's kind of there's a few moments where it's like oh it, yeah, like kind of scary bit. yeah yeah so i thought it was cool i thought it was fun um and yeah some of the stuff is a little you know it's not like the best movie in the world it does feel a little generic at times but i did I, it was like better than i think i thought it was going to be like i thought it was going to be a very cheesy i always thought this was a full moon move for some reason there but actually I, is another full moon leprechaun movie it's called like um lucky charms or something oh uh, that's what i'm unlucky charms unlucky charms i that's need to track I'm, that down because i forgot there's another leprechaun movie that exists i'm confusing that with this that's why i was thinking that but uh yes um this is one i wanted on dvd forever and i finally grabbed it <laughs> but um the the leprechaun itself looks like like a little goat type thing almost yeah. I was getting goat vibes from it. But it drives a car in one scene. I was like, what the hell? Yeah, it's Michael Myers. Doesn't it drive a car? Or am I yeah, it does. It? Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, okay. And it got like clovers growing out of it and stuff like that. You don't get like great, great looks at it. It's like very briefly on screen. But it, yeah, I was like, wow, it drives a car. That feels like it would be more like the other Leprechaun movies. Mm-hmm. Unlucky Charms is on Tubi. Yeah, a lot of Full Moon films are. Um, hmm. Might have to look into that one. I, I'm sure it's awful because you never hear anything good about modern Full Moon films. Yeah, it's 2013. So, yes. But I enjoyed Red Clover. I'd yes. probably, give that, probably give it like a 6.5 out of 10. Something like that. Yeah, so. I, I gave it a... I think a 6... As well, I think I gave it a yeah. six. Yeah. Um, cool, buddy. Okay, and let's get into our featured review. Uh, it's nothing special, guys. It's gonna be a quick one. <laughs> yes, a quickie, if you will. Um, yeah, our so our featured review is the Leprechauns game uh, from 2020, and you know, obviously put out in 2021. And the reason we happened upon this move is because we were in Walfart together uh, a few weeks ago. And we always look at the move section. Well, you're the one who you force it upon me, even though I like to get in to Walmart and then out. But we went back there and uh, I noticed this first. And then like a second later, you saw it. And I was like waiting for uh, no, you. No, I react. noticed it first. No, I saw it out of the corner of my eye. And then you saw it and you were like, what the hell <laughs> is this? And uh, I was, like, laughing because I knew that was going to be a reaction within that, like, millisecond of me seeing it there. So, that was that was funny. And you were, like, I ha you were like, I have to buy it. And then you bought it. And then we decided we shall do it for our St. Patrick's Day extravaganza. But, 
Yeah, okay, so anyway, Leprechaun's Game, it says, even this description, I think is like, worded wrong, it says, after a bunch of the oh wait, no, wait, no, wait, yeah, okay, after a bunch of thieves are sent out to hunt for urban legends by a wealthy man intending to open, to, intending to open a museum for mythical creatures, soon the themes, the, <clears throat> thieves will learn the legend of the leprechaun. That description didn't make sense. Because it said after a bunch of thieves, and then it doesn't give like a follow-up to that. It just says goes to a new sentence. But yeah, these people all like uh, set out to um, basically find the gold of this supposed leprechaun to I think earn this money. That's like not even that much money, and uh, they end up getting what they have desired. And then uh, the leprechaun turns out to be real. And he exacts his revenge on them one by one. Kind of almost like slasher-esque. So, yeah. What did you think of the Leprechaun's John? Well, I thought that it was, like, better than I expected it to be. If you know what I mean. Like, mm. when I was when when I saw the cover, I was like, this is going to be complete ass. And when I was watching it, I was like, okay. I was like, it's not great, but... It's not completely unentertaining either. So I was kind of like, okay, not not too bad. I think the biggest problem with it is like the leprechaun itself sucks. Yeah. So it's kind of funny to me. But, um, yeah, no, I thought, I agree. It's like, it's not the worst bad movie I've ever seen. Like it feels like a cohesive film. And it feels like they did put effort into it. You were pretty angry at the start of it whenever they did like an opening sort of uh, word thing where you're supposed to read the scroll as it goes by, but it goes oh by super god, fast. Oh my god, I completely forgot about that. Yeah, you're Dude, pissed. so like at the beginning of this movie, it does this, like, you know, it like the, like Star Wars where it's like a title scroll and it's like, dun, 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 and it's like, you know, the Jedi Council has been struggling with dark lord sith or something you know yeah. and it was so fast and it was it wasn't like just a like one big text it was like okay here's a paragraph we'll put it on screen it goes away here's another one goes away here's another it was like four or five paragraphs and i tried to read it and it was going so fast i was like you read it and i rewound it and I was like, read it out loud. And you couldn't, was reading as fast as you could and couldn't even keep up. Yeah. Yes, it was pretty, pretty bad. Um, and I, it, it was kind of cool though. They were like trying to do like a very Irish themed sort of intro thing. Which and was some of the cool. Seven, it looked good. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, it sounded like there was cool sounds and stuff like that. I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And then some of the, like, wood woods and stuff in the film I thought were cool for, like, sets and whatnot. Yeah, I think that but... it was, like, in the UK or, or, like, might have been even in Ireland. I don't know. I think this yeah. is a UK-based film company mm. um, that made this movie. So, you know, that's, that's pretty cool. But, mm -hmm. yeah, so what else? Um, I mean, the acting in it's, like, not great but like that's to be expected um i do think and and then there's there are like a they try to do they try to do cool stuff i guess with the kills and stuff that the leprechaun does there's one where he like tries to contort someone's body and it feels like something out of the suspiria remake type of thing they're trying to do and i mean they do they do okay with that part but then there's also parts where he uh, like kind of burns this girl's face and it just looks really bad and just like they put red all over her face and that's kind of that and it's obviously fake like the special effects makeup wasn't the greatest um the leprechaun himself uh was pretty much just a full-grown man with the mask on and uh a bad like vo doing this like bad like d deep fake voice type of thing so uh yeah like you said i think the leprechaun being pretty sucky kind of affects is distracting in the film for sure but 
I mean, overall, it's okay. It does definitely linger on some scenes a little bit too long. Uh, there's that scene where that dude's, like, out in his yard trying to... He thinks he hears the leprechaun, I guess, and he's got he's like holding a weapon, and then it's just like suspenseful music for like 20 minutes, and then he changes weapons, and he's still trying to be like, what's that noise? And then finally, the leprechaun attacks, and it's there's a few scenes in the move like that that are just linger on for way too long, and it's not really building suspense; it's just kind of annoying. So, but overall, like I said, it's not the worst thing in the entire world, but. I definitely, you know, I wouldn't really recommend it unless you're like Jay Pig here and like to seek out every Leprechaun film ever made. <laughs> yeah, um, I thought it was just, you know, it was, it was like, I would watch it again on another St. Patrick's Day, but not like for a few years. Um, but yeah, anyway, um, any Letterboxd reviews? Uh, yes, I'm just going to read... Jeffrey Long's review, he gave it three and a half stars, uh, and he's someone that, um, I'm Facebook friends with him, I think he's in, like, the groups and stuff, so, uh, I shall read his, um, he says, The Leprechaun's Game is a new movie brought to us by the UK-based company responsible for bringing us plenty of movies I've reviewed previously, such as The Bad Nun Films, but most recently reviewed being a trio of Scarecrow-themed themed movies of which the director of those returns for this one. Now it's pretty clear this killer leprechaun after his stolen gold movie is pretty heavily inspired by the official and infamous leprechaun movies. But seeing as how the franchise has yet again stopped in its tracks, I'll gladly take rip off ones. If that's the only way I can get my killer leprechaun (laughs) fix. And you know what? Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. This actually was pretty decent. Some of the audio did sound like it was recorded in an echo chamber. The leprechaun himself is a bit taller than I think such a character should be. And a search for the gold consisted of randomly searching a forest for it with no real direction or plan in place. That's true. We didn't mention that. Yeah, and it, yeah, they kind of like found the gold. And, we were and, like, and Wait, it also seems stupid. Remember, because they're like, all these people are going to work for this guy to get this gold. But it's like, why wouldn't he just be like... Why wouldn't they just keep the gold when they found it? Right, yeah. Because they're, they're just going to get a piece of the gold when they find it for this guy. Yeah. Stupid. Um, but, let's see. And they just so happened to randomly come across it, which was a bit ridiculous. But those issues aside, I was relatively surprised with this one. Most of the acting is quite good for this type of fare, although a few side characters were not quite as good. In addition, it moved at a surprisingly quick pace, which I'm not used to with these movies as they tend to move pretty slow with a lot of filler scenes, but I very much enjoyed the change up. The Leprechaun got some pretty brutal kills in with his machete. Yes, he carries around a machete as well as some awesome magic based kills. And it's just an all around pretty fun package, an easy quick watch and easily one of my favorite champ dog films proportion productions movies that I've seen to date. <clears throat> so and I do kind of agree I feel like it wasn't super slow I do feel like I said I think it lingers on some of the suspense scenes a little long but I've seen much slower movies like low budget films that are just tedious to watch and this one wasn't that bad mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> let me see and then I'll just read Dustin Baker's he gave it two and a half stars he says More old-fashioned B-movie schlock in the style of 90s full moon, but even cheaper coming from the UK DTV scene. I don't know if it's just Stockholm Syndrome or what, but at this point I've seen so many of these from the same group of filmmakers, Louisa Warren, Scott Jeffrey, etc., that they've actually inspired warm feelings whenever one comes out, which is like every three weeks, and being raised on cheap, shit-peddled on VHS racks, It's the closest equivalent there is to those childhood days. This certainly fits right in, with a derpy monster killing people one by one for unimaginative reasons, but it's all you need from these kinds of films, really. This one seems less polished than some of the Warren's other films, which I have to imagine is caused by less funds and resources, as this had to have 
been made during pandemic times, knowing the typical schedule these have. It certainly feels cheaper, but it carries a lighter sense of humor than they typically have, even if it takes its premise overly seriously, though I think even that's with a tongue-in-cheek approach. But ultimately, it's people having fun making cheap and schlocky B-movies for tasteless ne'er-do-wells like me to watch incessantly. Though it's Though, that's got to be the tallest fucking leprechaun in record history. Yeah, that was not <laughs> good. Right. But, like I said, buddy, they probably just didn't have a short friend. Yeah, so. I don't know, man. I just don't feel like you make it without making them a little smaller. Right, right, right. <clears throat> but, yes, that is Letterbox. Yes. Okay, so what do you rate it? Um... Might even be a little high. I don't know. I gave it a four out of ten. I'm actually at around a four out of ten as well. Oh, cool. Yeah. All right. So I guess that's gonna be it. I'm gonna go cook dinner because I'm starving. Um, I don't know what we're gonna do next week. I was trying to figure it out while you were um, you were doing the letterbox reviews. Um, there are a few other movies out there that we haven't covered yet, like Willy's Wonderland and stuff like that. Um, so we'll look at that. Um, usually I try to decide what we're going to review before we end the show, but I couldn't find anything. We'll have to discuss it, especially since I think we're recording Saturday. So that'll be really close. And then the week after that, I believe we'll be doing Godzilla versus King Kong because that'll be out. Yes. Cool. So, so yes, I'm excited to do that. It, it, I want to go to the movie theater for that. I want to see a move. I want to see a move. I miss theaters. Me too. I mean, they're still up. It's just because they're not open on like weekdays. It's like I don't really have a way to go. Yeah. You know what I mean, because I work the weekends usually and i work the evening shift so it's like i've really screwed us over on movie theaters you sure have buddy <laughs> you sure have all right with that said we'll see you guys next time with another one peace out bye